Mark and Amber Archer started Fearless Features in 2017 after hearing a clear call from the Lord to do more with their time, talent, and treasure in order to reach the world through the art of motion pictures. Their first films were released online and told the stories about how people first came to Christ. After they saw the impact of those stories, they began to look at other stories and they unearthed the story of abortionist George Klopfer, who was shut down by grassroots efforts. Their second film, The Mind Polluters, exposed the comprehensive sex ed and graphic sexual books being pushed to children with the goal of sexualizing them. And now their brand new movie, Dysphoria, is getting ready to hit theaters. It's essentially a spinoff from the interviews after The Mind Polluters as it follows the stories of parents whose children were indoctrinated into the trans movement. This is going to be a powerful interview. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Mark and Amber, welcome back to the show. Yay, Hello. bestie from the Westie. So glad to be back. <laughs> hey, man, I'm still out here on the West Coast. I'm okay. Mm. You know, I don't know how okay I'm going to be if they start bringing back mask mandates. No, but, you know. Don't even go there. I know. <laughs> bringing everybody down. All right. Uh-huh. I can tell from behind you that you have a brand new movie out. And I'm super excited because I have been able to participate in this. And you're tackling a topic. I mean, I'm just going to jump right into it because you're tackling what is the preeminent issue of the day right now. I mean, we're long past, you know, gay marriage. We're long past that. Now we're talking about transplanting wombs into adult males who say they just want to have a uterus so they can have an abortion. I mean, we have allowed absolute wickedness uh, and normalized it. Absolutely Mm -hmm. normalized wickedness in the culture. You guys have made a movie about it called Dysphoria. And you're jump, you you are treading where where a few people uh, would uh, fear to go. And mm-hmm. the movie's called Dysphoria. What is it about, and why in the world would you step into such a topic? Well, which I'll question let, do I'll I let start him, with? I'll let him take it away. <laughs> why, take it away, Mark. Why would take it we away. start with? Well, it's 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 kind of an unintended follow up to the mind polluters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what it's about is the transgender issue, but the, it covers obviously a lot more than just what is transgenderism. We talk about the roots of it, how it is tied to globalism, the World Economic mm-hmm. Forum, Antifa, communism. the roots of communism. And um, it's done by sharing three stories from three different families three different parts of the country that were all ambushed basically by this transgender ideology. And so you and see they're not necessarily from liberal parts of the country. And I think right. people need to know that, you know, I hear from people at my show all the time who say, Hey, that stuff's not in my school. It is in your school. Mm-hmm. And if you can't see it, it's because you're blind because it is there. Yeah. And it's not necessarily what we found is that it's not necessarily They'll say, well, you know, our teachers are all good and they don't teach this stuff, but your kids are being influenced by the other students and they're yes. being influenced by this stuff. And that's where a lot of this comes from is peer pressure as well. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what the film is about. It's kind of this um, successor, if you will, to the mind polluters, what the mind polluters was to comprehensive sex ed, 
social emotional learning and, and sel mm -hmm. dysphoria is to the transgender issue and mm -hmm. and as to why well we just like to we just like to party i guess so. <laughs> <laughs> well, so many well you not enough people are talking about it right even our churches yeah. aren't talking about it and the church is supposed to have the answer and to what's going on in society so it really well, why was do you think that is i mean amber if you we know because mm -hmm. we've been talking about this for a, quite a while now. I mean, I've been talking about the transgender movement for at least nine years mm -hmm. when I first heard about it and mm -hmm. thought this is never yep. going to take root in the culture. And I did a series of, of keynote addresses all across the country. I did it in Indiana. I did it in Nebraska. We did it in Missouri, all across the country. And I, what I heard over and over again was that's never going to happen. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows that men cannot become women. And yet... Here we Here are. We are. Here yeah. We are. The spirit of the age, you know, just uh, just making a shocking show mm -hmm. of his power of deception. And you guys are really highlighting it. Where's the church? Exactly. You know, the church is supposed to have the answer, the truth. You know, we have God's word. That's our foundation for everything. And everything is supposed to be, you know, referenced back to scripture. How does this fit mm -hmm. into culture? And it's everybody's opinion and how they feel today instead of truth. Mm -hmm. Where are the absolute truths? And and people need to understand. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, it was Oprah, right? I mean, Oprah <laughs> yeah. was the one who came out, you know, mm -hmm. and said, like, in the 80s, right? All of us growing up, you know, latchkey kids going home from school and watching Oprah Winfrey. You know, mm -hmm. you get a car and you get a mm -hmm. car and you're watching people's marriages fall apart on national mm -hmm. television. And I remember one day she said, well, she found her truth. Mm -hmm. And so all of a sudden... Truth's no longer objective. Right. Nothing can be objectively true if you have your truth and I have my truth. And that, Mark, that's a problem, isn't it? When when we decide that there's no such thing as uh, objective truth. Yeah, absolutely. Because if everybody's right and nobody's wrong and nobody's wrong and everybody's right, mm -hmm. then you've got this, this you know, absolute chaos. I remember because I, I grew up in the 80s too. And I remember we've talked about this many times how in the 80s and then moving into the 90s, we started hearing these phrases like, well, one man's ceiling is another man's floor, right? Mm -hmm. I remember Seinfeld, one of the most popular shows during the 90s, where whenever they would talk about someone being gay, it was always followed with, not that there's anything wrong with that, right? It was Right, right. So we were being conditioned to, mm -hmm. this is all Except okay. And, and, and now it's uh, completely turned on its head. And Mm -hmm. That's the, you know, the open of the film talks about that, that it feels like one night you went to bed and everything was fine. You woke up and the whole world had gone insane. And we have to understand uh, from a Christian worldview, what is it that's happened? Yeah. You guys have a pretty amazing cast and some uh, remarkable people that you're interviewing in Dysphoria. Who are some of the names uh, of people who have participated in the making of the movie with you? Well, I don't mean to brag, but we got Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> we, well, got, we got Heidi. Yeah, that would not be that would not be the bragging point that I would start with. But, you, know, you do you. Well, Alex Newman is in the film. He was also in the Mind Polluters. Um, Pastor Rob McCoy is in the film. Yeah, love him. Um, mm -hmm. The the three families: Aaron Lee out of Colorado, Jeff Younger, mm -hmm. who made national headlines um, with his one son. Being still fighting, still fighting, still fighting. Mm -hmm. um, out of mm -hmm. Texas and then January Little John in Florida. So um, mm -hmm. those three families. And then we have two attorneys uh, with child and parental rights, um, Bernadette Broyles and Mary McAllister. Let's see. Also, Pastor Micah Beckwith and former Attorney General Curtis Hill. 
That's a pretty that's a pretty impressive group of people, mm. uh, myself notwithstanding. I think uh, you something I noted in the movie because I've watched the whole thing, mm-hmm. and you guys aren't pulling any punches. Like this is mm. not a feel good sit down. You guys are just like, dude, Satan prowls around like a roaring lion mm-hmm. seeking someone to devour. And right now he's taking direct aim at your kids. Wake up, wake yep. up, wake up. And you didn't leave any stone unturned. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I saw in it that I don't think anybody's really talking about is that Child Protective Services, CPS, mm-hmm. has a part to play. What is that part? What are, what, are, uh, what are you seeing that they are doing when it comes to transgenderism and rapid onset gender dysphoria? Well, even in your state, they passed legislation where um, now kids can be removed from homes if, That's you, right. if you don't affirm. So, yeah. so legalized kidnapping. It yeah. absolutely is. I mean, it, um, mm-hmm. California is battling that as well right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so, you know, what happens on the coast don't stay on the coast. It it moves in. You know, we're in Indiana and we see this stuff coming and we're, we're just trying to, you know, out there waving the flag. Hey, yeah. pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, Child Protective Services is really grooming children mm-hmm. and uh, and the the messages really they start subliminally. Right. Yeah. But then the messages that we get as parents is very, very loud and clear. Sit down. Shut up. We're the professionals. Mm-hmm. We'll take it from here. And that's the case. Right. When you drop your kids off at school. Yeah. Yeah. So what they do is they the, the process now is that they they target these kids in school Tell them you don't. We're gonna we're gonna talk about things that you don't have to discuss with mom and dad. Yeah. And then with these young impressionable impressionable minds, they tell them that teach them what transgenderism is all about, and and convince them that if you feel uncomfortable in any way, it's because it's because you're really transgender. And oh, mm-hmm. by the way, you're probably gonna feel like killing yourself because your mom and dad aren't gonna understand, and they're gonna try to mm-hmm. stop you. And so when that happens. You make sure to call us and and here's the words that you use. I don't feel safe. And so they teach them to say, I don't feel safe at home. When they say that at school, what's what's the school going to do? Well, they're mandated reporters, Mm -hmm. right? Well, this child says they feel unsafe at home with mom and dad. So they send in CPS to do a wellness check. And then they remove the child because you're not affirming. Mm -hmm. So that's Mm -hmm. that's how CPS is involved. And there have been many others through the years that have that have gone to bat to expose this um mm-hmm. senator nancy schaefer from georgia uh went after this for many many years before she mysteriously died mm-hmm. and she was trying to expose this in georgia it is it is beyond corrupt look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It is, and and uh, our schools are complicit, right? We know oh, yeah. this. The National Educators Association, one of the most evil... Uh, corrupt unions ever to exist in the United States and the school counselors, the American School Counselors Association has an absolute objective to fuel the destruction of the nuclear family. And you guys are seeing that in play out in some of the families that you interviewed, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. In fact, we have we have some clips from ASCA meetings 
last year in Texas, yeah, their big last, convention. <laughs> where they're admitting and they're they're telling everybody school counselors are really the best master manipulators mm-hmm. of the of the, the school systems to get these things done. Wow. It's, yeah. it's, wow. it's, well, it's amazing. I'd love I'd love to play. I'd love to play that clip uh, because people need to hear this stuff. Mm-hmm. You got to hear it. You got to hear it to believe it. And we have an opportunity right now to speak into this uh, before it's too late, before mm-hmm. it takes any more uh, ground in our schools. And we're watching how the enemy is targeting our schools. I thought, you know, so the sad part about where we are right now is we have gone back to the days of Noah in so many ways where the children of Israel, God rebuked them because they were they were worshiping the Azure bulls, right? Mm-hmm. This is the, the goddess of, uh, of sex, right? And also Baal, which was a child sacrifice. Well, what do we esteem in this country? Sexualization Ooh. of our children and child sacrifice through abortion. We really are living through pretty dark times. What should the American church be doing about this? Because that's another thing that you guys are trying, Amber, you guys are trying to highlight this in your movie. And I'm curious to know, what kind of response are you getting from the church? Um, well, it's been interesting, just like with the mind polluters, it's a it's a mixed bag. And that's where we see there's a huge problem. Um, mm-hmm. And just going in and trying, the church has to, first of all, talk about these issues of transgenderism yeah. and CPS and, you know, helping, you know, the churches are supposed to be equipping the saints and to live in this world. So many of them are so afraid to even speak about because it, it seems political, right? It's been politicized. Mm-hmm. And so we can't, we're the church. We, you know, we just, we just preach Jesus, just share the gospel. Well, that's not enough in today's age for people. <laughs> well, and it's also that it's, 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 it's also that when they say we just preach the gospel, what I want to say is then preach the whole gospel because that's the thing. The not, whole counsel yeah, of God is right. what's missing. Yeah, yeah. Teach it all. You're, you're, you're drawing the lines randomly. Even, even churches that claim to be very biblically based and constitutionally they are, but when they come to these subjects that are too hard, that are too divisive, they're happy to, you know, dodge around them. And the excuse mm-hmm. is always, it, you said it best in the film, it always comes down to money because mm-hmm. they're afraid of controversy and they're afraid of this invisible boogeyman of losing their 501c3 tax exempt status. And, you know, and I've seen it in boardrooms where they convince themselves that our job here as the board of elders is to be fiscally responsible with the resources <laughs> that the Lord has given us. And so f- yeah. for us <laughs> to introduce something like that, that could compromise yeah. these ministries that we've got going. We can't do that. We see that mm-hmm. endlessly. Mm-hmm. You've mm-hmm. seen it too, I know. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I've seen it for, you know, 30 plus years as we've been trying to get the church to wake up to the importance of education. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for so many years, we would talk to pastors who would say, oh, yeah, we don't want to talk about homeschooling from the pulpit because we have so many people in our church uh, who give to our ministry. There's your key word right there. Yeah. Yes. People who give to the ministry who are, uh, public school teachers, there are public school administrators, there are people who sit on the boards of our, of their public schools. And I I just wanted to say that's not the issue. <laughs> the <laughs> issue is that our, our children are being injured by the schools mm-hmm. and now they've just taken it to the nth degree in literally transing our children. Mm-hmm. You guys brought something up in the film. I actually had to look it up because I wasn't familiar. I mean, I'd heard about it, but I didn't really, it, it didn't really resonate with me until I watched the film, until I watched Dysphoria 
And that is the the issue of transhumanism. Oh, yeah. Explain a little bit about what what that is yeah. and why you think it is a, something we should be aware of and uh, guarding against. Yeah. Uh, you know, Alex Newman, who's in the film, is, has been on this for a long time. And transhumanism essentially is, and you're starting to see this already with, um, and I, somebody like Elon Musk. Now, I, I don't know if, if he realizes that, that this is kind of what's being intended with this. But when mm-hmm. they're talking about implanting things in your brain, so that you can be continually connected to the cloud. This is where they're trying. Right. They're trying to, as as Rob McCoy says in the film, you know, well, if you've already eliminated the absolute of gender, then what's the difference between combining man and machine? If you can be any gender you want, well, then you can you can become immortal. This is this is yeah, what they really believe. And that's the point, right? Yes. It's, right. It's living forever because mm-hmm. you transfer your soul or mm-hmm. your consciousness through your mind. Right to a machine, which sounds like something out of a science fiction movie. Mm-hmm. These guys aren't joking around. No, right. they're not. Well, I think that there, I think <laughs> that there are some like Noah Yuval Harari who really believe that this is going to work. I think that, mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know, his overlord, Satan himself knows that what he's doing is getting people to sign up to be killed. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, with the promise that we'll store you, we'll store your consciousness forever as data and you'll live so forever crazy. in the cloud. Do you guys remember, uh, I should have done my homework before I had you guys on today about this, but a long time ago, you know, there were all all manner of talk shows, right? Sally, Jesse, Raphael, and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Jerry Springer. Mm -hmm. Then there were these three dudes, and I can't think of their names, but they had had a group of people on who were basically, you know, had set up to when they died, they had their heads cut off. You guys remember these guys? Yeah. And they're like, we're going to live forever. You're going to put my, you know, my brain, my consciousness Mm -hmm. or whatever is going to go on this thing and we're never going to die. What I... What I think is really funny is all those guys are dead. Yeah. <laughs> all those guys are dead. And no one's talking about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. No one's like, well, gosh, you know, that was a really good idea. You know, they were, show- they were showing these like tanks of, I don't know what it oh, was. Yeah, these uh, you know, tanks. Yeah. From Mal- yeah, yeah. cryo tanks. And I'm like, that is so sick and so demonic. And who wants to live forever with your head in a tank of, you know, cryo tank? That just sounds like a terrible, <laughs> terrible situation to me. But it just shows you. You know the lengths to which the enemy goes mm-hmm. to deceive yeah. uh, the children of the children of of God. I mean, we we were made in the image of God. This is a war between God and the devil. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And it's it's a war for keeps. We've got just a few minutes left. Mm-hmm. I would love for you to talk about your ministry, Fearless Features, and how it started and what the impact has been. You guys have sev- a couple of different films out, right? I got to uh, to watch the Mind Polluters. Super great. Uh, amazing. That's had tremendous impact. But before that, you did Inwood Drive, which is ab- about the abortion industry. Basically, you guys are just jumping into the deep end of every cultural topic ever known to man. No fluffy stuff coming out we of fearless features. Hallmark movies for Christians. What we do. <laughs> well, and it really, it, I mean, Hallmark, Hallmark movies for Christians. Or not. No, no, no that's or right. not. No, and it's not something really, it's not something that we really chose. You know what I mean? We, we sit, so Mark and I get up super early and we read together and we pray. And it was one morning we were just looking and saying, and I, I just remember looking at him and I said, I think we're supposed to be making movies. And mm-hmm. he had had the same feeling. And, you know, and we've talked about this before on your show and just, just how it, evolved. And he's like, I know the first movie and it was about Inwood Drive. And, you know, we had no idea why we were doing it. And and we just, we kept plugging along. We're like, okay, Lord, we feel like this is where you're calling us to go. And still 
like, what are we doing? What are we doing? And sure enough, like just a matter of weeks after we get the film done the first time, the abortionist dies and they find over 2000 fetal remains in his home and then abandoned car. So yeah, such a creepy guy, such mm. a creepy guy and story. And he speaks for himself in the movie. And then we went on to um, the mind polluters. When we finished that one, we were praying about, you know, how to release it. You know, we're independent. We are missionaries in our field. Yeah. And yep, yep, it is yep. everything that you see is just Mark and I. It's just the two of us. And so it's a challenge <laughs> everywhere we go. Well, what you we know, just the fact that you're married and you're working together. Listen, I work <laughs> with my husband and uh, let's just let's just give it a moment of silence. OK, because <laughs> every married couple. <laughs> right. Where, what is it? Do it. everyone's problem. <laughs> See, this is what I mean. Like those of us who've been working together. And I mean, I, I, I love my husband. I can't believe he puts up with me the way, you know, it's no, it's no picnic being married to Heidi St. John. And when you're working together, the enemy always goes after the relationship, right? Because you've got to be able, you got to be on the same page. You got, you're, you know, you're working together, you're sleeping together, you're raising your kids together, you're eating together, everything you've done together. And pretty soon you're like, can we just do something apart, right? <laughs> and not only are you guys doing everything together, you're doing hard cultural things mm. together yeah. and i'm i just i so admire you because uh it's 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 no joke and you guys are offering so much hope and encouragement through just the exposing i mean that's what the bible mm. tells us to do to expose the deeds of darkness absolutely god's children are called to do that and you guys are absolutely doing it i want to uh to point people in the direction of your movie because uh, it's coming out pretty quickly, and I want to know where they can find it. They go to fearlessfeatures.org. What's the what's the rollout? How is this going down? Well, for Dysphoria, right now we're working on just a taking taking the next six months to a year and just meeting our audience. And so it's it's going to be exclusive events for at least the next year, probably. People uh, can bring it to their churches? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Send us a message. If your church is ready to tackle this issue, um, send us a message at fearlessfeatures.org. And you know, just go to the contact links because we would love to come because I can tell you we get more churches who say no mm -hmm. than we do churches who say yes. I can't believe it. Mm -hmm. It's just, I just, mm -hmm. it's, it's such a, a telling moment for the church right now that we're running from these issues yeah. instead of instead of just dealing with them head on. Uh, I noted on my notes today that uh, people can get tickets. Is that right? Dysphoriamovie.com. Are you still doing that or yes. do I need to take it out of my No, notes? no, no, no. We, so we're holding here in Indiana where we are, we're having a red carpet premiere. Uh, so that, oh, I love that. That's what we would, you know, ideally we would love to start at each state that we, that we travel to and do a red carpet premiere so that everybody can come and join and have a good time. I mean, although the film is, is hard hitting, it's still a reason to celebrate the Lord and his goodness. Cause I tell you what, the, the Lord has seen us through an awful lot. Um, but we're having mm, a red carpet amen. premiere here, um, September 29th and tickets are available at dysphoriamovie.com. Or if they're, if they want to text, text the word red carpet, one word to eight zero eight eight eight, And you can get tickets there. If anybody's and in the listening area, the promo code Heidi, yes. which by the way, it's H E I D I. Don't spell it like you think. <laughs> Uh, use the promo code Heidi, H-E-I-D-I, to get $50 off your total, which that's pretty cool. Yeah. I love that. And people can also donate. They can text FEARLESS to 
888-888-0888. And I really want to encourage people to do that because not everybody's going to get the opportunity to see the movie right away. Right. But they can certainly contribute and they can certainly help you get it into the hands of pastors. Really, I mean, you, you guys hear me talk about this all the time. I'm just like, where is the black, where's the black robe regiment? Where are these? Where are the men of valor behind our pulpits who are saying enough is enough. These children belong to the Lord. They're made in the image of God. And we need to stand in defense of them. And really, that's what this is all about. It's yeah. about waking up God's people. And I don't know who I was talking to the other day, but he said on my show, he said, listen, I'm I'm done trying to wake up the sheep. I'm trying to call out the lions now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to call the lions to say, we've got uh, children to defend. And you guys are making an awful lot of noise at this. I so appreciate and admire what you're doing. And I can't wait to hear. I mean, I'm I'm already like, Losing sleep over the next title of your movie, so <laughs> like, what? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do next? Like, I can't, I can't, I can't wait to hear it. Mark and Amber Archer, you guys are true warriors for the kingdom and for defending God's children, and I'm so thankful that you're here. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank Thanks, you, Heidi. If you guys want more information on today's guest, please go to heidisaintjohn.com forward slash podcast, and I will have them in the show notes today, or you can just visit them at fearlessfeatures.org. Again, if you want tickets to Dysphoria's red carpet premiere in Indiana, you can just go to dysphoriamovie.com or text red carpet to 80888. Don't forget to use the promo code Heidi, H-E-I-D-I, to receive 50% off your total. I hope you guys will support these guys and pray for them. They need your prayers, and we appreciate you guys listening. Get off the bench, get onto the battlefield. I'll see you back here again real soon.